0: doors are closing next stop love jones a mixtape for roots l j a and m this is a soundtrack of the city this is a soundtrack
1: recordbreaking.com.
0: start going out the street lights along the street start going out one at a time like in a a row poof
2: poof poof we just looked at each other wow did we do this i mean because we were jacked up to a street lamp you know what i mean i was home sitting here watching television bingo all the lights go off television goes off i go up to the roof look out darkness (laughs)
0: i'm 12 years old i'm watching bewitch on television and the lights go out i thought it was just us
2: because that's a common occurrence i looked outside and everything was it was July thirteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. New York was at the beginning of, of what would become a, a, a brutal ten-day heat wave, where temperatures were were daily over one hundred.
3: Con Ed says the blackout was triggered when severe lightning knocked out transmission lines that connected Indian Point, the state's main power grid, to the city. With those lines down and with demand for power unusually high because of a heat wave, other generating plants, unable to handle the load, began cutting themselves off. It took only minutes before it was all over. New York had been disconnected from the nation's electric system. Blackout 1977 Red-hued brick and siding, holding porous heat, stars blazed out adjacent to the round-top cement building, a former synagogue. We sat around eating fried food in our natural habitat, partitioned Brooklyn between Berriman and Hegeman streets. White noise of the freezer, then a rumble reached its tada, went down to a kitty sound, sleepy, then silent. Uh, a sound, applause. Nope, the cast iron stove's collected works. July oven roasting. We consume the meat's enzymes in order to save them. Everything sienna, all quiet brown appliances of my recall. Cabinets, sunny, disinfected yellow. Afternoon sun crisps Bronzeville outdoors. People dig out sliver Everetties from cushioned car seats, couched, commandeered from kids' Popeye Farrah Fawcett transistors set to James Brown. Hot pants. What news, man? Who needs the same old saying? Con Ed made a forced vacation. Welcome to our club. Crack your mother's back with them high bills. Twisted silent GE toasters, Moran stereos, Phillips TV parades down the street. Looney Tunes a year late, the spirit of America. We watched from the block cutting up sea low hopscotch till the sunset and we couldn't see, though. Flower-dusted chicken legs make the gas-pop blue flame red. A little girl carries chinette plates to plastic white plus blue weave lawn chairs. Lawnless, though. Play suburban. Johnny Pump sprinkling all out. Grandma's going from red bone to teak frying all day. Now my home-seasoned cast-iron skillets refract echoes. A car horn? The ram gave himself for New Year's. Mortar crackles
0: the walls.
2: poem would like to start with thank you. This poem appreciates your patience and acceptance even though at this point you have no idea what this poem is about. This poem would like to offer you the occasional word count for your convenience, 45 and counting. And you're still here. Thank you. This poem wants to shake your hand Wants to pat you on the shoulder Is resisting the urge to offer a full embrace Just in case you're not comfortable with that This poem does not want to get too personal Doesn't want to unravel like a thread off your jacket Wants to ask, hey, where'd you get that jacket? Not, why you always dress so clean Or, What do you mean, America? Where are you really from? And no, come on, you have to be mixed. No, this poem does not want to do this. This poem wants to be a happy poem. Offer you a smile, hoping you'll offer a smile back. If not, that's fine. Why attack you with words? One hundred seventy-one and counting. Still having fun? Okay, this poem won't even mention security. Like the guards in front of libraries that need to see your ID. Or a new friend that hears you speak and decides your hometown must be white. Or the white boy that dresses like a fly boy and says to your face, I'm trying to look more jive. Or the five officers looking for a suspicious character and need to see your ID. Or the roommates when something breaks and you're the one always left holding the broom. Or the elevator in a conference hall where people pause even though come in, there's plenty of room. Or the cops that can't believe you teach here and need to see your ID in order to keep the neighborhood safe and just to be safe. This poem won't even mention sex. So please dismiss any reference to strangers encroaching in the dance hall because you're moving and smiling and alone and so tall and so strange and so exotic and something to kiss, to caress, to feel, to grind, to play for a night or a song then push you away. This poem will say nothing of any fetishes or obsessions or psychic scars left by microaggressions you may still carry like that time you went to visit your fair hair friend in a straight-comb town, and barely pre-teens, you two found some random yard sale, and while thumbing through books and records and whatever was there, some white shadow woman noticed your nappy black hair and leaned in behind you close to your ear, whispering, Need a basketball? This poem won't mention that at all. No, this poem wants to convey silence or violence. Silence being the most violent word this poem knows. This poem will now go.
1: All told, to October 13th, New York, Humor, Plants, Legs, Motherhood, and Destiny. It's warm in New York, my favorite place, and everyone is hanging out in shirt sleeves or sleeveless, not like that long ago October day when it was cold enough for the woolen suit I wore to my first and only wedding. How lucky I am to have my good humor. Without it, I might have been blue instead of delighted enough with my life and the two baby house plants I've just brought home to share with me their destiny or maybe to combine us in that one big destiny. But oh! I've forgotten my legs. How could I leave them out of such an important poem? And maybe they deserve one of their own for holding me up all this time through joy and pain, strong enough to push me through the streets while my lazy ass sits on its bike seat. Oh, New York. It's Friday the 13th, and I haven't even mentioned motherhood, but that's another whole story. And all told... I'm just as happy to end here, wherever that is, with my plants and legs and humor and all of you and yours out there in this destiny we share.
0: You heard Blackout 1977 by Tracy Morris. This poem would like to start with Thank You by Quincy Scott Jones. And All Told by Hetty Jones. This mix was spun by DJ Junior, a.k.a. Dr. Bruce Campbell Jr. Love, Jones, A Mix is produced by Philadelphia Contemporary freestanding space for contemporary and performance art till next time with sisterly affection peace